Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I don't fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. It's your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing fabulous. You already know how I feel about that. Yeah! Hey, I'm sorry if I act a little bit flamboyant just a second ago, but it's part of this goddamn podcasting series, you know, so I apologize for the dominant males out there that love to listen to my podcast because I'm a dominant alpha male myself. Yes, sir. But let's get into it. Louisville police rescue captive woman chained to floor of a home in a dramatic body cam video. All right, so... Police in Louisville, Kentucky, have released body cam footages showing the dramatic rescue of a woman who was found chained to the floor of a house after neighbors heard her screams for help. Footage from officer-worn body cams on August 16th shows two officers circling a two-story house in the 1700 block of Boylan or Bolin Avenue to find a way inside. The officers, however, quickly learned that all doors and windows on the first floor were completely barricaded. Louisville Metro Police Department stated that the neighbors lent the officers a ladder, which they used to climb to a window on the second floor that had been shattered. Okay, a shattered window on the second floor. Okay. So the woman who had been crying for help had a chain wrapped around her neck and secured with a padlock. The other end of the chain was bolted to the floor, police said. This is fucking crazy, all right? This is the second article that I ran to because there was another one. Uh, Somebody was chained up in the West Coast somewhere in Los Angeles or maybe Nevada. But now this is the second article I ran into. Officers found a hatchet in the room and could be seen on video chopping the end of the chain bolt to the floor after freeing the woman. The officers safely brought her outside the home where firefighters used bolt cutters to remove the chain from around the woman's neck. Police said the suspect was arrested in connection with the case two days after the women's the woman rescue. All right, the suspect identified as 36-year-old Moses May was charged with kidnapping, two counts of assault, and terroristic threatening, according to the news sources. He was also charged with intimidating a participant in the legal process, wanting, wanting endangerment and harassment. I don't know what that word stands for. Wanting and endangerment and harassment. The victim, Joanna Wilson, spoke to the station about the ordeal, alleging that Mr. May, her estranged boyfriend and father of her child, had made her strip her clothes off, use a machete to cut her hair, and threaten to kill her. He made me strip naked. He put the chain around my neck. He called his friend and said, I've got to take this equipment back to Lowe's. When I I come back, I'm going to kill you, Wilson told the outlet. All right, I only had a few minutes to get out. Wilson said she was chained up in the house for about five hours before police arrived. 
She said she used to share the home with Mr. May. She told the news sources that her child is staying with family. All right, so the dude that they arrested is the father of her child. The suspect was identified as 36-year-old Moses May. Well, I'm probably pronouncing his first name uh, wrong because Moses is spelled kind of different in his way, but whatever. Moses May was charged with kidnapping, two counts of assault, and terroristic threatening, according to the news sources. He was also charged with intimidating a participant in the legal process, wanton endangerment, and harassment. You know, so officers found a hatchet in the room. It could be seen on video chopping the end of the chain. All right, there's a video footage of the officers. Uh, Chopping the end of the chain bolted to the floor after freeing the woman, the officers safe, the officers safely brought her outside the home where firefighters used a bolt cutters to remove the chain from around the woman's neck. The woman had been crying for hope, had a chain wrapped around her neck and secured with a padlock. All right, so the other end of the chain was bolted to the floor. Just letting y'all know the details of this. Uh, silly and outrageous greeting. I don't know. This is absurd. I don't know what's wrong with people. All right. But I'm happy the lady is free. And I feel bad for her that she had to suffer that type of ordeal. I don't know what type of guys are in Kentucky, but that was extremely weird. Uh, probably going to have further details and updates about these Silly ass circumstance right here, but we're going to keep it moving on some other stories. I told you I got some more for you. All right. So let me get another one. All right. 35 year old Colleen woman accused of defrauding several people out of money by posing as a Houston attorney. Ooh, you son of a bitch. Of course, I'm going to do a Colleen, Texas report because I personally know the city of Colleen, Bell County and shit. I got a little history over there. I wouldn't live there. Plus, I wouldn't go back. I would go back over there just to fuck with the people that I used to know. But fuck Colleen. Anyway, Amber Morrison is a licensed attorney in Houston specializing in labor and employment litigation. There's another Amber Morrison from Colleen who's not an attorney, but is criminally charged with pretending to be. I think back and I think how did I believe it, said Shirley Esparza. Mrs. Esparza is far from being the only person to believe Amber Morrison from Colleen is an attorney and paid her money. When she began to question things, Esparza said she got a state bar photo. I questioned her, well, this doesn't look like you. She said, that's when I had brunette hair, thinner, and wore glasses, Esperanza said. However, Amber Morrison from Houston really is an attorney. It's awful, she said. Being a lawyer is stressful enough. It's doubt is, well, doubly stressful when you have I think this is a typo. It's doubtly stressful when you have somebody out there pretending to be you, scamming people, and you get the angry phone calls, and you get the people that are upset. Esperanza and her daughter-in-law gave the pretend attorney more than $3,000. 
Oh, scandalous. She says she doesn't show up in court with a balance, which caused us to scramble for money, said Esperanza. Miss Esperanza, police say the Amber Morrison from Colleen has scammed many people in several counties, claiming she's a family law attorney. She caused them a lot of heartache. Some of them lost custody of their kids. She put them in really bad situations. And maybe once she's actually convicted, we can fix some of the damages that she's caused those families, said Morrison. Esperanza says she was crushed when she discovered the truth. Every dollar I have goes to support my grandson. I was devastated, thinking how could someone be so cruel, she said. All right, Esperanza. Damn, okay. Look, Amber Morrison. There's two Amber Morrisons. There's one that's really licensed in Houston. She specializes in labor and employment litigations, all right? So there's another Amber Morrison from Colleen who's not an attorney, but is criminally charged with pretending to be. So this is a scam, all right? But this is my thing. Why the the one from Colleen, Texas, Amber Morrison? So if she had the skill sets to mimic an attorney, so why she ain't took her silly behind the fucking school and learned how to be one? But she used all of that energy just to scam people. See, I don't understand scammers because they take all of that energy. They take all of the freaking concentration in their brain just to scam you for a couple of dollars when they could have used that energy for a positive use to take their ass to college and freaking go do the bar exam. They would have been just as just as successful. I don't understand people. Like, that was so backwards. Like, whatever happened to her, she deserved it because you took all of that energy to pretend to be somebody else and that same energy could have did you good had you used it for a positive reason. Just like taking your dumb ass to goddamn school and take the bar exam. You would have passed it. You know, So you already have the talent to even fool a person. So basically she had an articulate way of talking to the person to make them believe in her. Like, oh my God. Oh my God, Miss Morrison. What the fuck is wrong with you? I hope you hear this shit. Yo, what is wrong with you? If you had the skills to do that, that means you have the skills to be a real attorney. Come on, man. You people sicken me. Moving along. Giuliani surrenders at the Fulton County Jail. Judge sets a bond. Remember Mayor Giuliani? Rudy Giuliani? Uh... I don't know. This is crazy to me. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, presidential candidate and personal attorney for former President Donald Trump, surrendered at the Fulton County Jail Wednesday on charges related to efforts to overturn Trump's loss in the 2020 presidential election in Georgia, according to his attorney. I talked to the president today. I have every confidence in him. What they're doing to him is an uh, assault on the American Constitution, Giuliani said to a crowd of reporters after being booked. When asked if he had any regrets, he confidently said he had none. All right. Giuliani was indicted last week along with 
Trump and 17 others. Fulton County District Attorney Fanny Willis said they participated in a wide range of conspiracy to subvert the will of the voters after the Republican president lost to the Democrat Joe Biden in November 2020. Giuliani faces charges related to his work as a lawyer for Trump after the general election. Fannie Willis will go down in American history as having conducted one of the worst attacks on the American Constitution ever when this case is dismissed, he stated. I'm feeling very, very good about it because I feel like I am defending the rights of all Americans, as I did so many times as a United States attorney. Giuliani told reporters earlier in the day as he left his apartment in New York on Wednesday, adding that he is fighting for justice and has been since he first started representing Trump. All right. The Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee agreed to set Giuliani's bond at $150,000, according to his attorney. Trump, the early frontrunner in the 2024 Republican presidential primary, has said he plans to turn himself in at the Fulton County Jail on Thursday. His bond has been set at $200,000. A woman who identified herself as a loyal supporter of Trump drove three hours from Tennessee just to be there when he arrives. I'm here to support him, Sharon Anderson stated. I want him to know that one person could make it here, could make it here of the millions that support him. Trump and his allies have characterized the investigation as politically motivated. And I myself also feel like that as well. I feel like it's politically motivated and have heavily criticized Willis, a Democrat. Giuliani also criticized the indictment of lawyers who had worked for Trump and said the justice system was being politicized, political. He highlighted the fact that some of the people indicted are not household names. All right. So Donald Trump told you this. There weren't just coming for him or me, Giuliani said. Now they'll, they've indicted people in this case. I don't even know who they are. These are just regular people making a normal living. Last month, Giuliani reported conceded conceded that he made false statements about two Georgia election workers, according to multiple sources. The concession was made in his latest court filing on Tuesday. But Giuliani says he does not accept that his statements caused damage to the election workers and that his latest admission should not affect his argument that his statements about the, 20, the 2020 elections are constitutionally protected by the First Amendment. List of charges faced by Giuliani, one violation of the Georgia RICO Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act, two, solicitation of the violation of oath by a public officer, number three is false statements of writings, number six is solicitation of violation of oath by a public officer, all right? Okay. Number two is solicitation of violation of oath 
by a public officer. Solicit and number six is solicitation or violation of oath by a public officer. I don't know. It's, it's, it's the same shit to me. False statements and writings, conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer, conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer. That's number nine. Eleven, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit false statements in writing, conspiracy to commit filing false documents, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit false statements in writings, solicitation or violation of oath by a public officer, false statements in writings. I don't know. One of the charges Giuliani faces is ironically one of one he fought hard to use back when he was a lawyer in New York. Giuliani arguably made his name using the racketeer influence and corrupt organization statute RICO to prosecute organized crime and was one of the most effective prosecutors in American history in taking down the mafia and cleaning up New York City. He is also known for taking down Wall Street executives like Ivan Bowski and Michael Milken. So, before I continue on, uh, when he gave that statement, that press conference, or whatever statement that he did before he turned himself in, he was very confident and adamant. Like So, it looks like he ain't even worried about it because I was looking at this shit. So, I don't think... He didn't even give a fuck what Fannie Willis is about to do. He's like, whatever. All right, we're going to deal with this, and we're going to show the American people what's real. So, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's why I said a couple of segments ago, I think Fannie Willis is over her head. That's what I said. I said, I think she's in over her head. I don't know what's making her doing this, but I don't know. The way goddamn Rudy Giuliani looked, he looked like he ain't got no worries. He like, okay, turn myself in. And plus, he's a lawyer. So, look like, and then, I just broke down that the Rico, he know how to use it in perfection. It says right here, Giuliani arguably made his name using the racketeer influence and corruption organization statute. The RICO, the prosecute organized to prosecute organized crime, and was one and was one of the most effective prosecutors in American history in taking down the mafia and cleaning up the New York City streets. He is also known for taking down Wall Street executives like Ivan Boowski and Michael Milken. Okay, Fannie Willis has set a deadline of noon on Friday for the people indicted last week in the election subversion case to turn themselves in. Her team has been negotiating bond amounts and conditions with the lawyers for the defendants before they surrender at the jail. Ooh. Eight other defendants, former Georgia Republican Chair David Schaefer, former Coffey County GOP Chair Kathy Latham, Lawyers Ray Smith, Jenna Ellis, Sidney Powell, and Kenneth and Kenneth Chessybro, Trump attorney John Eastman, and Atlanta Bell bondsman Scott Hall have already surrendered to authorities. All right. 
But like I said, Giuliani has a proud face. He's not worried. He already said he's not worried. He's just going to deal with this situation, and he's going to show the American people this has just been a politicized, political motivation thing to play with Trump's um, election, run for election for 2024, which I ain't going to lie to you, ladies and gentlemen. I kind of agree with it. I kind of feel like it is politically motivated. So, I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Like, I try to recount the steps that happened in goddamn January 6th. I really do. I try to recount what really happened. Uh, I try to get as much information that I can, but none of the reporters couldn't. And who else? Uh, who else? Like, uh, I try to get more details as much as I can from other sources, but they ain't getting that much details neither. So this is as much, this is as much details I can find for you about this goddamn January sixth situation over there in Georgia. So I don't know. We're just gonna have to sit back and see what's going to happen in September. Cause like me, my opinion, this just my opinion. I don't think nothing is gonna happen to Trump. I don't think nothing is gonna happen to none of the people that's indicted. You see what I'm saying? What I really think is Fannie Willis is in over her head and this might mess up her career. That's what I think. So I could be wrong, all right? So it's just, I just feel like that. This is how I feel deep down inside. So I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'll be back with another goddamn episode. This is your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube, which is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Same name you can use to follow me on Instagram and TikTok and the new social media called Thread. All right. I don't remember my Snapchat and I don't feel like going to see what my Snapchat name is because I really don't care about Snapchat. All right. So I do be on it, but I don't give a fuck about it. I only look at little silly, um, salacious videos and stuff like that. So it's nothing for me to, nothing for me to talk about. So just go on the search engine for the social media for Instagram, type in Box Benji, you're going to find my face right there. But thinking out loud, you're going to see everything. You're going to, you could go on TikTok, same thing, you type in Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. So I'm going to holler at you later. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Oh, it's it's the home line. Going to turn it up, please. Them nights. Nice. Going to turn it up, please. I don't feel no Harlem nights, party at the Bodega.